Hey, Babs, and welcome to Bravo Therapy, where healing meets housewives and reality TV gets real. Join me, your host, Lo, each week as we explore how our favorite shows are more than just guilty pleasures. They're a window into our own journeys of self-discovery and growth. I may not be a doctor, but with my honorary PhD in Bravo TV, I'm here to connect the dots between the messiness on screen and our own beautifully chaotic lives. So take a deep breath and and let's get into it. Your Bravo therapy session begins now. Therapy workshop. I'm telling you, seek it. Hey everyone and welcome back to Bravo Therapy. It's me, Lo, your host, back again for the second time. So excited. I came back. Consistency. That's amazing. That's a win. Um, But thanks for coming back and listening if you're here, even if it's just like one of you. So um, today, before we get started, as I mentioned in the last episode, I always want to start off with like a mental health check. Um, I'm trying to be better about doing that for myself. Just doing like a mental health check, like a little like body scan, just kind of understanding like where I'm at. I think especially now, like, you know, the end of the year and the beginning of a new year, it's like, for me, it's kind of easier to kind of start having a habit like this because things slow down a little bit and I'm actually able to do this. And I feel like if I can try to practice this habit now then maybe I can bring it in for the rest of the year. Try not to put too many expectations. But I also think that whenever you're listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook or watching a show, like there's always, you're still holding on to like whatever has happened that day. (laughs) Like you're just holding everything that like you're emotionally feeling. So I think once we release it, we can really be present. And I want you all to be present with me today. And I want to be present with you. So just encouraging everyone who's listening to just like take a quick second, just feel in your body. I would say close your eyes, but I know that most people drive when they're listening to podcasts. So please don't do that because I'm not liable. I don't have insurance on this podcast and I'm not trying to tell you to close your eyes while you're driving, but just feel in your body. Think about like what's gone on throughout the day. Let's like breathe and release that shit. And we're going to have a fun fucking time today because I'm really excited about today's episode and the topic. And you'll find out why in a second. Um, But I think for my mental health check, I am just still kind of like reveling in this space of the end of the year, beginning of a new year. I'm off of work. And yes, I know this is a luxury. So I'm just going to say that. Don't get fucking mad at me, people. I'm off of work for like three weeks. And anyone who knows me knows that I'm a fucking workaholic. I'm a workaholic. And being off of work for three weeks means that I need to actually be present within myself. And usually I will just book things back to back to back, like go hang out with friends, like work on all the projects in my house that I need to do everything except for sit in silence and with myself. Are you seeing a pattern here, people? Um, But 
I've really been trying on this break specifically to be more present and just to take moments to do nothing or to do a puzzle or to just sit and just be present. So I'm just living in the calm. It does feel somewhat uncomfortable in moments, but I'm really loving that. I love the end of the year because I can reflect. There's just been this like beautiful place of reflection. And I'm also looking forward to what's coming up ahead. Y'all are hearing this. Today, this episode should be launching on a very special day for the whole world. No, just kidding. For me. But yeah, for the whole world. January 4th, as Stassi Schroeder would have said in season one, it's my fucking birthday. And yes, I'm a fucking Capricorn. If you couldn't guess, I'm a Capricorn. And today's episode is all things Capricorn. It's the real Capricorns of Bravo, y'all. And I am so freaking excited because I have my first guest on. So excited. So without further ado, I've always wanted to say that. I want to introduce y'all to my guest, Hetty Hall. Hetty, 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 welcome. Hetty is a fellow Bravo enthusiast. We kicked it off right away when we met because we both love Bravo and we both love astrology. And she won't tell you, but I think she's just like so amazing with it. She's so in tune to it. She's really like looking into it, but I'm making her uncomfortable by saying that right now, <laughs> which I kind of like, and, but I'm going to back off. Um, so welcome, Hetty. Thanks for being here on the podcast and being the first guest. Oh, I am so honored. Truly. Thank you for having me, Laura. And here's to Capricorn season. Not going to lie. It scares me a little bit, but that's okay. Um, it should. And it should it scare should. everyone. It should scare everyone. Give you a little like fear of like staring you in the eyes with fear a little bit and we love that i think especially january capricorns i think we like know it scares people and we're like we revel in that Oof. i saw like um I- an instagram i think did you see it i like posted something on instagram it was like the girl is one of those memes where the girl's like looking away and there's the fire in the background <laughs> and it's like when january capricorns like <laughs> yeah. know that their season is like upon them that's that's truly how i feel they're ready to burn it down i mm-hmm. know that look well my mother is a january capricorn so I experienced that look many times throughout childhood. It's character I'm, building. We'll I'm just going to say now, <laughs> I'm sorry. I am hey. a January Capricorn mother and like <laughs> I'm really – I feel bad for my son often. <laughs> we, get, we get a certain kind of love that just really builds inner strength um, throughout all. And it's, you know, it's unique. It's unique. It's unique. But, mm-hmm. That's a nice way of putting it. Okay, so Hetty, <laughs> we've talked about this. I asked you to come on because I told you, like, I want – I really want to – since the podcast is all about kind of, like, looking at Bravo, looking at these shows, looking at the people on these shows and, like, really using it as a way of reflecting, um, as a way of, like, really understanding character people like in the world right I think it's really a great way of like growth and healing and everything Mm -hmm. I thought it would be really amazing each astrological season to kind of focus on our favorite Bravo loves 
that fall into that space, right? So what better season to start with than Capricorn season? It's my season. It is when we're first launching. Um, So I think this one's going to have to probably be a two-parter because we found some really good ones. Oh, yes. Capricorn is a good category for Bravo. They make good TV. They do make good TV. I think so, too. (laughs) I think so, too. But before we get into who we're going to talk about today, I want the listeners to really know a little bit more about you, Hetty. So let us know. Like, Give us a little insight into who is Hetty. This is a (laughs) terrible question for Scorpios like myself because we want to say nothing about ourselves. (laughs) Um, But I will say that I am just a huge lover of Bravo and astrology and I love talking about them. And I think in such a weird way, they blend together beautifully. It's fun to, as you like start to get into astrology, there's so many rabbit holes you can go down. And I also want to disclaimer, I am not a professional astrologer. So take my descriptions as you want them. Um, Because also that's one thing about astrology is like sometimes we love, I feel like as humans, we love to cling to identities and ideas and like really kind of not categorize ourselves, but categorize ourselves. So like when you're learning about astrology, especially your own chart, sometimes you can kind of get swirled around the different descriptions, the deeper you go into. But if you kind of like use it as a tool for just like in how you relate to yourself and the world and your emotions and all of that stuff, I think it can be a beautiful tool to learn more about yourself and then hopefully in turn understand people a little bit more. Um, I like that you bring up the fact that, because I'm going to turn this into a positive because I do know that this is also part of like your imposter syndrome of being like, (laughs) I'm not an expert because I have come, and this is a big thing for me, especially as a Capricorn, especially raised by, I was raised by a Scorpio um, mother. (laughs) I need to really read her whole chart because there had to be some (laughs) fucked up shit in there too. But, um, but like there was a sense of like everything needed to be perfection and she's a doctor. So like Mm -hmm. that is definitely something where it's like, you have to be like an expert, right? We see like doctors or lawyers as experts. And then I think, so I always thought like, yeah, you have to be an expert in something. And if someone's like a little bit better than you, well, fuck, you're not an expert. So like, guess you failed. But what I've realized, I think, for, like, the unlearning and the learning and the healing in the last few years is, like, no one can really truly be an expert at anything, which can be kind of scary if you ever think about this while you're on a plane. Totally. Um, And you're thinking about a pilot. But but it's – we're just all freaking humans. And we're studying and we're trying to find things that we like and, like, learning more about them and – Mm-hmm. So I think that like you are very connect. It seems like you are genuinely like connected to astrology in the sense of like you're passionate about it and oh, yeah. you like to learn about it. And like when you like to learn about something, you're passionate about it. You naturally absorb it and give that to others and like want to talk to mm-hmm. others about it. So I think that's like why we really bonded. Yes, and I'm yes, you know, I'm just so excited to talk about it. And you could you we won't do it, but you can make these podcasts hours and hours long, just going into the different uh, rabbit holes of it. And I also think too, it's like fascinating 
because it's kind of been, you know, a little taboo as in past years of like astrology, you think of it as, oh, I'm going to read my horoscope like in the newspaper or whatever. And it's just, it doesn't go further than that. But it's so, it's been around for so long. And one could argue it's like one of the longest studies of human behavior that we have because people would start to notice like traits of people born in the summertime versus the wintertime or, you know, these parts of the years. And it just kind of built and built and built on that and evolved as we evolved our knowledge. And it's like to such a cool, I think as you start to like learn more about yourself and have that craving of, oh, I just want to, you know, what, what is all this about? What is this whole experience about? to relate to something that is so much bigger than us, like these giant planets in the sky. There's that argument of like, well, I'm on earth. I'm a tiny human on earth. Why the, why the fuck does Jupiter, like, why would I care about that? And it's funny. Cause it's like, I always like to make the argument of if the moon this tiny little rock, that's just orbiting around earth has a huge impact on our tides and our water. Why wouldn't these other bigger gravitational gas giants not also affect everything else like and everything is energy and vibration so why wouldn't if something goes awry like have a ripple effect throughout how we're connected in this solar system gravitational like, gas giants i'm going to use that term from now on <laughs> please please do but no you're so right i think that that's like cuz i'll admit like i once upon a time was just like, I'm a Capricorn. I had no idea what that meant. I just thought it sounded really cool. And like, I had read, like you're saying, I'd read in like a 17 magazine. I'm going to age myself right now. I'd read in like a 17 (laughs) magazine when I was younger that I was Capricorn and like something that resonated with me. But I never like thought about what is astrology. I was just like, I'm a Capricorn. I don't know what that means. I'm just gonna like put a label on it and blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. as I've gotten older and like, as you start to like connect to the world and as honestly as you just go through life and experience like fucked up things or like have to do like really intense healing there's this sense of like connection to the world around you and the sense of like you're saying understanding that there's something so much bigger that is making like you know everything happen and so much more is happening outside of ourselves Like, Mm -hmm. that's where I feel like I started to really connect with astrology and, like, dive deeper into it. Because, like you're saying, I was, like, everything is connected. Everything is connected. So the way that, like, the planets are connected, I thought astrology was something that someone made up. Like, I really used to think that. And I think there's a lot of people who still think that. But that is why they say, like, if you're trying to read your chart – you really do have to have your exact birth time because things change by like the minute of what mm-hmm. was happening in the universe, in the stars, mm-hmm. in the sky at that time, right? Totally. It's like, it's, I always like to think of it as like your birth chart is kind of like a, like a screenshot of the sky or like a space time stamp of when you entered into this world. And Um, I was the same way. Like, honestly, up until COVID, I was like, astrology is whatever. I'm a Scorpio and everyone hates Scorpios. Great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, why would I want to learn more about that? Fuck that. Um, 
And like then exactly. And then I think there was this kind of like not to put it on COVID, but I think because of that time period, there was this curiosity and um intrigue into like what like what does all of this mean and how do I learn more about myself? And there's, you know, I think there's a lot of stereotypes with astrology as well. Like again, like people, oh, I'm gonna avoid that sign because they're fucking crazy. Every sign is crazy in their own way. Like, I think that's where we can sometimes get really caught up in maybe not the, like, meaning of it, but, like, the, the, the like, social aspect of it and, like, oh, I don't, I only, like, um, I don't know. There's, that's, I feel like there's, like, that duality with astrology and yeah. as people kind of learn more about it, you can see where the really powerful tool is, is like, as you learn more about yourself, you can learn to understand others, maybe to a certain extent, or learn where like, you set your boundaries, or how you learn and grow and love and all of that. But I do love the little like, you know, meme accounts that it's fun to poke fun at it, of course. But I think if you're gonna really dig into those stereotypes, then maybe take a step back and learn more about each part of it, right? I agree. I agree. I, I, the first thing I think of when I think of like astrology is there, it's, it's very divided, right? The world is very divided with astrology right now <laughs> because, and I, I'm saying that in jest because the world is super divided right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is like when it comes to astrology too, there's people who are like really have gotten into it, especially I think since COVID who have really like understood it. And like, I feel like those are my people. You can tell when you're like in a room and you're talking to someone that you've never met before and you're like, oh, well, what's your sign? And they're like, oh, I'm an Aries and blah, blah, blah. And and they start talking about it and you're like, okay, this person gets it. And Mm -hmm. then there's what I get so often and I'm I'm going to generalize and stereotype right now. Just a fair warning. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, go for it. This is my own, ex- <laughs> like, this is my own experience. So take it with a grain of salt, but I know there's some people out here that are going to really resonate with this. I think men and women, but just from my experience, men tend to cock block themselves from doing exactly this. And I'm saying this because it's happened to me most recently. I <laughs> was talking to someone, this guy at a bar, mm-hmm. cute guy, like whatever about it, whatever. As you guys get to know me, like I'm not interested in dating at all. So it was really not that serious. But I'm talking to him and I said, um, I was like, when is your birthday? And so he tells me, I was like, oh, so like you're, I think he was an Aries. I'm like, you're an Aries. And he goes, oh, you're one of those people. And I was uh. like, First of all, that's racist. Like, what on earth? Like, I was like, and that is where I, like, closed off. And I would like to tell all the men and the women out there, anyone out there who is trying to, like, look to date, maybe, like, don't say that if that is the first thing that comes to your mind. Because you really are kind of, like, blocking yourself you're booing yourself let them let them let them say it when it comes to their mind because then it tells you immediately to like oh uh, do i fuck with you or not great and i did not fuck with him i was like and you're like 
you're not gonna have to waste any more surface time. level human and i can't fuck with you well and it's funny because it's like i think there is there is that resistance to like lean into it because it's still kind of like wooey mm-hmm. and i but i'm like everyone i feel like everyone has that moment whether they admit it or not, where they surrender to it a little bit. And I'm yeah. like, you, you figure it out on your own time. Like, let, like you, you can take, what's that saying? You can take a horse to horse water, to water horse yeah. to drink. Like, like you're going to figure this out in your own time. And that's like, yeah. that's on you. Um, and if you want to be hella resistant to it, then go for it. See how well that works out for you. You just grounded me, Hetty, because I was like about to like be like judgmental Capricorn and just be like, and so you don't understand, like you're not connected enough and you're a surface level person and I can't. Yeah, but it's true. Like, I mean, it's like the same thing I think sometimes for me with like people who have like these like conspiracy, you know, the people who are like birds aren't real. Oh my God. I'm just like. Yes, and I'm like, this is fascinating. This is fascinating. Instead of being like, (laughs) I can't stand these people, I'm like, why do you think that? Like, you know what I mean? So I guess I, you know, I think in true Capricorn (laughs) fashion, I just like think that everyone should think like me and be like, you should be more intrigued by this. (laughs) I don't know if that's, I mean, because I share that same thought. My, My toxic trait, and again, we can categorize it to Scorpio or whatever of like, I assume that everyone thinks the way that I do. So I don't have to like, like if I describe something yes. one way, I don't have to elaborate. Cause I'm like, Oh, you get it. And half the time people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Oh, I guess not. I guess you don't uh, get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes. And that's okay. Same thing. Dare I say one to argue about this whole, like how people perceive astrology, same thing about reality TV. Like, there are those people sure. when you bring up reality TV and they're like, oh my God, like, what do you watch? Let's get into it. And then there's people that are like, okay, that's like cool, I guess. And like, you yes. don't get it. Yeah. I had someone at my work it. recently, this woman, God, I hope like no one from my work is listening to this. But name them. Name them. Just em. kidding. Don't name do that. Name <laughs> I don't even know her name. Like I, I don't go into the office for work. So like, So she, all I'll say is that I was talking to a couple of coworkers about how I like to watch Bravo and they were like, they're, they were not about Bravo, but they were like, Oh, like, why do you watch it? Like they were listening to me. Cause I was like, I actually watch it in a totally different way. I watch it as like a character study. Because I'm so yes. intrigued by humans and like yes. how it's social sciences. So, it is social. Bravo, reality TV is a social science and I believe yep. I have a PhD in it. That is my, <laughs> I've done the work. This is the dissertation right this here. This is the dissertation right here, right here, right this now. podcast, boom. It, exactly. And so they were really great. Like they were like, oh, that's really interesting. I never thought about it like that. And this woman comes up and sits in between all of us and is like, just here's what we're talking about. And she just goes, Oh my gosh, I hate that trash. It's such trashy TV. I don't know why people listen to it. And I'm sitting there like, okay, like you're actually just shitting on me as a human, right? Now. Also, and everything yeah, I like love walk is away, the sacred. walk away. I just like couldn't, but it is, it's so true. It's so divisive. 
And it is very polarizing, both reality TV and astrology, which is like, why? Like, this is so fun. Open up. What happens? Again, you can't force people into it, but like, what happens if you open up your mind? weird what could happen and like so like with astrology too the people that are genuinely curious about it but don't know much about it like that's the where the fun kind of begins and it can be overwhelming like you drink it through a fire hose but you just kind of start little by little and you don't have to digest it all in a day but it's like maybe get little snippets here and there and as you'll see as we get into the real capricorns of bravo will kind of break down not just like their sun sign which they're all capricorns but then you get into the moon sign which is like the moon represents like it's the ruler of emotions moods and feelings like how you process them and um like how you recall your life and events and just how you feel the world has treated you so it's like this is where you can kind of like almost like watching these people interact is fascinating in that sense of like, okay, how does maybe what happened in their life and where they were born and all this stuff related to their chart, like how does that portray out in this scenario that we're watching in front of us? Then you get into your rising, which is like kind of how you're, what's it called? Just like how you come off in the world, like what's your vibe and kind of what you're working towards. Someone described it. And I really like this description. It's like what you, the parts of you that you access when you want to access kind of like your higher vibration, like when you want to live your kind of to your best self in a way, the parts of you that are in your rising and like this aspect of your chart, that's like what you're working towards in this lifetime. And that's such, and this is like such a critical part of the chart because you're rising or your ascending sign if you think about the sky rotating and the sky is divided up into the 12 zodiac signs when you entered this world that where the whatever sign was on the horizon when you came into this world that is your rising sign and that is the start it's the start of your chart so if you don't have that information it's really hard to figure out the rest of everything because it's like it kicks everything off I didn't know that. Like, I, I mean, I knew about my rising, like, kind of what it was, but I didn't like realize that vis- that visual. I'm such a visual mm-hmm. Same. But, like, I love was, visual. Yeah, that was so beautiful because I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. And mm-hmm. um, and then can you just explain too? Like, the sun sign is our sign that like we most identify with in the sense of like when we say like, oh, it's like your core. Yeah. It's like your core personality and it's like what makes you feel seen and centered. And it kind of, the question that you can kind of go along with it is like, how do you bring attention, focus and illumination to yourself in this lifetime? I love this. Okay. So that's what they call the big three. So if you guys like hear us talk about that, the big three, it's your sun, your moon, and you're rising. And because we, mm-hmm. if we were going to get into everything, it would just be, first of all, it'd be hard <laughs> oh, to find. Yes. And that would be like, you have to be here for hours. This would be hours. a novel. I would be like Michelle Williams reading Britney Spears' book. And <laughs> I'm not that good yet. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, so I'm just for like context as we talk about the Capricorns, like I, well, what we're about to get into Y'all, we will, we're about to get into it. But we're going to mention say, it all. We'll mention it all. We'll mention it all. 
Um, but I am, so I'm a Capricorn sun, right? Mm-hmm. I am a Sag rising. I will say I have Ugh, a shit love. ton of Sag in my chart. Like, Same. So much Sag. Sag, Sag sisters I, right there. Sag sisters. And I do have a bit of Scorpio in my chart too. Um, love. Yeah. And then my, um, my moon sign is Pisces. So I'm Precious. all over the place. And I think that is what helps me like connect with my son as well because he's a Pisces. And like when mm-hmm. I found out I was going to be raising a Pisces, I was like, what do I do? Because <laughs> Capricorns are like very clearly non-emotional creatures at their heart. But I, we're very business. But I'm like, I'm like a soft Capricorn maybe because – I do have that Sag. I do have that that Pisces energy. So I I feel I do have emotions, y'all. I'm, I'm a real. They are there. Yeah, they're here. They're just what do I do with them? But okay. So now we know these things, right? I want to get into the real Bravo, the real Bravo lebs of, or the real Capricorns of yes. Bravo. Like what do we call it? But before we do that, honey. I got to put you through the Bravo Ringer. This is what I'm going to do with all of my guests. And you just get the privilege of being the first one to go through it. So I think it's great for our audience to just like know a little, we know a little bit of your background as far as like you love Bravo and like how much you love astrology. But I think it's really great to know like for each guest, like where they are in their Bravo journey, like how did it start? Like, you know, what they watch. Yeah. And then we kind of like get a more of a vibe of your um, Bravo background, as I like to call it. So I'm just going to do some like rapid fire questions. And are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. All right. Okay. So where did your reality TV origin story begin? What was that? Oh, the one that really got me hooked was Jersey Shore. Like, oh, I yeah. flew. Cabs are here. Uh, <laughs> also, RIP to Karma that just got torn down. Um, oh, yeah. oh, shit. But, yes, that was, like, the kickoff. I remember I found it wherever you could watch it online, like, on MTV's website, and I just blew through all the seasons. I was like, I don't know why I'm obsessed, but, like, I'm obsessed. I feel like I need to go like rewatch. I haven't watched the new family reunion. I haven't I either. One, and I want to go through and watch, but I kind of want to do like a journey where I just like yes. lock myself in my you gotta room. You got to do what you re-watch. did with Vanderpump. Like you yes, got to start like, at the restart. beginning and just blow through it all. Ugh. And you and really you have to like hide yourself under a blanket and just yes. get like all your food do under there. Do not disturb. Do not disturb. DoorDash is coming. Like I'll like, yes. put my little hand out the door, grab my food, and be back in. And like that sounds amazing. Okay, you have you have amped that up in me, and that is an amazing start to reality TV. By right? the way. <laughs> okay. So on the same kind of note, where did your Bravo origin story mm. begin? How did you get into the world of Bravo? Um, so it was introduced to me by sweet cousin Caroline, your cousin. Which is how, how we got introduced. Well, how we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, who I she will is, get on this podcast at one point. She is refusing. You need her on here. But I'm going to force her. <laughs> so you think I have bad imposter syndrome? I know. Oh, I know. Mm, Caroline, we love you so much. Um, I love you, and- cousin, my little prima. <laughs> So her and I were roommates in college, and I think for a while I was kind of like resistant to watching Bravo. I'm like, I don't watch that. I don't watch that. 
And one day she just forced me to watch uh, Vanderpump. She's like, just like, I'm going to just watch an episode. She didn't force me, but she was like, I'm going to watch an episode and you can stay or you can leave. I was like, all right. So I got hooked and then we started watching and it was like the middle of whatever season at the time. Um, so we, I just like picked it up from there and then she went into Real Housewives of New York and then Beverly Hills and then it just trickled down effect. Um, and you so that's how I really got stop. introduced. No, no. Again, that, it's a rabbit hole. Just yes. like once you start, it's like, oh, I got to keep digging and digging. Because you and digging. don't really know. Like you're like we were saying, even about like <laughs> astrology, right? You don't really know what you don't know. And I will mm-hmm. say that like I have had, well, specifically, I had one boyfriend who it was the same thing. Like he was just like, no, I'm not about this. And I bet you there's so, because there's so many like men now who watch like Bravo because of like, their partners or whatever, but now they just like watch on their own. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say, like, I would just watch it. Same thing. I'm like, he's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, just, you know, just be here for it. Be here for it. Like, yeah. you love me. You'll love Bravo. And <laughs> lo and behold, like, within a month, it was Southern Charm that got him. And he was like, Ooh, are we going to watch a new episode? And like, was so into it. So, I mean, my goal is to like convert everyone this Love is a them. cult and welcome welcome <laughs> your indoctrination is <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh wow okay this is going uh. splendidly at the beginning of this podcast okay so next question mm-hmm. what are you watching now and what are your current faves as far as like any type of bravo show oh my god that's like the most loaded question because I, I don't know. know what bravo put into all of these shows this season but damn um it's like it's so hard to choose so i'm watching although i am behind a couple episodes the holidays really threw me off and i haven't had time to catch up so i'm like a couple episodes behind but beverly hills salt lake city miami potomac southern charm winter house yes below deck med I'm like, talk dirty to me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, and this is, I, we will also preface that I don't know in Bravo history, have we had this many shows going on at once at one time? Like, I had to do a a calendar or color coordinated calendar of what's playing what night because I can't keep track. I literally saw that when I came to your guys' house. Okay, by the way, let me, let me just give a little, like, background. So, Hetty, I met Hetty through, like we just said, through my cousin, Caroline, and they both just recently moved to San Diego together. So, they're living in San Diego, which is where, like, a ton of my family lives. I live in the Bay Area, which, if you listen to the first episode, you know that. Um, so, but I'm like, in San Diego once a month, pretty much. So, and we will be seeing each other. Well, we're recording this before my birthday. Just like side note, you know, whoop it the hell we're up about on to your whoop birthday. It up, and we will definitely have a podcast where we talk about that and relate it to other to Bravo somehow. <laughs> um, but okay, I digress. But yeah, I don't. I did see that calendar in in your kitchen. Um, I was like, oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, no, this is like probably the best. I would say that any Bravo fan will say that this is Bravo like just gifted e- us this year. They are giving. So giving. it's very hard to pick because Southern Charm is 
so good. So good. So good. Salt Lake City, the rent was due because oh these gosh. ladies are delivering. Um, Beverly Hills is like almost giving a weird mix of like old and new. Old and, and new. I know. I'm loving it. Um, we're gonna we'll we'll get into Kyle yeah. because oh, she's our, mm-hmm, she's this is our a big point of Beverly Hills and yes. Miami is so good. Potomac, I delusion Ugh. is out the door with that one. The Delulu is true. It is. So it's it's all so good. I can't – I don't have a favorite. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I – granted, I hate when people ask me that question. So, of course, I'm asking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to run through these so we can get to the the, the meat and potatoes of everything. So, okay. Just do you have any favorite Bravo Lebs currently that stand out? Or do you have like a Bravo – Leb that like you feel like once you saw them you could really relate to them <laughs> um yeah so the one that honestly comes to mind God, there's so many to choose from but the maybe because we are scorpios and i'm just like i see you is Paige. um oh, i love she, just like i feel like i'm like ugh, i i understand you like half the time she is the one that was like, we got like Scorpio's got that black cat energy. Like oh, when, we want, when we want attention, give it to us. And when we don't, don't, but also still give us attention, but don't. And so just like watching her in seasons, I'm like, I feel like I can, I, I can relate to you the most. Like you just get uh, it. Yes. You are. Yeah. You, I can totally see you and Paige on the same page. <laughs> and um, I feel like if we were like together, it's almost like how much Scorpio energy can this handle? Because if we're like too similar, it'd be like, Ugh. it's like, or yeah, it's yeah. like, oh my God, like everyone else on the outside, they don't I understand. Love Paige, and she's like ethereal, and she's now like really broken into the Bravo universe in such a way yes. because she's been on, she's been on Summer House, she's been on Winter. Well, she started on Summer House, right? been on winter yeah. house now she's on now southern, southern charm. charm i love her in southern charm like the interaction Same. between her and madison i Ugh. love that friendship and then she's Same. also like expanded past because i listen to giggly squad shout out giggly squad shout I out love, and Paige. love, I love that podcast like one of my favorite podcasts ever and she, 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 and she is such a true scorpio and she's so <laughs> like her dark humor is amazing to me and i just I love her. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. I don't know if you have this ready. I'm just going to skip oh, down to this so we okay. can get into it. I know that you probably don't like this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. <laughs> Do you have a housewife's tagline? Oh, my God. No, well, no, but I feel like the one that I relate to the most is yeah, even okay. from a housewife. Mm-hmm. It's the one that Jennifer Coolidge gave um, in some interview, and they were. Uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> God, and I can't even recite it, but I ha- it's like plays in my head, and it's like if any of you bitches say anything cunty to me, I'll beat the shit out of you. I'm like, it's just go. straightforward and to the point. It's to and the I point. love it. Yep. I think so. That- I don't. I don't have one. I feel like it would have to. If I did, it would relate to like my red hair, but I'm not quick enough with it. It's okay. I'm to gonna come up out. with one. I'm gonna come up Love. with one for you. That's the hardest thing. And I, you know, I think this year I will say they're poopy taglines. They, sh- they are shit. What was the one that like Emily had? And we will talk Sutton's- about Emily. 
Oh, Sutton, Sa- oh, are you Sutton's. kidding me? We don't need to hear about Santos. I'm sorry, Sutton. No, no, no offense, but like you have such Santos better... is not a storyline. No, what? <laughs> like, God. No, I refuse. I refuse to let Santos be a storyline. It's not a thing. It's like fetch. It's not happening. No, no, no. Okay. Thank you for indulging in that. Of course, Teddy. I'm I happy was to go through the gauntlet to take some of those out for you. So mm. you're welcome. Thank you. Well, okay. All right. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the real Capricorns of Bravo. Again, we Oof. really needed to break this up because Hetty did a lot of the legwork and I was like, who – can you pull some people? And she was like, yeah, do, 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 this person, this person, this person. And I was like, damn. So we decided to break it up um, into two different episodes. This episode we'll talk about the real housewives and then the next episode part um will be about like bravo lebs outside of the housewives franchises so let's start with the housewives i feel like their capricorns are kind of a real like a rare breed when it comes to the housewives Do you and well i feel like because there's like there's i feel like if it was all capricorns there wouldn't be a lot there but it's funny to watch a capricorn be placed with like there's a lot of cancers in the reality world and a lot of Sagittarius. So it's funny to watch them get placed in this situation with uh, signs that are very opposite of them in ways. And they, they kind of like squirm a little bit. So I yeah. think that's why they make good TV. It's because it's like their reactions to things that like just don't like align with them in a way. They have to be really in an ensemble, honestly. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. a really good point. They have to be in an ensemble because I think – a Capricorn alone, just having a show without that interaction would be pretty boring. It'd be like lots of work. <laughs> be following them around like where they're going on their day. Like they, yeah, they'd work, be working work, work, work. And work, work, work. And then they'd shut you out of their house yeah. and you probably couldn't get there because like, they don't want anyone around them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, okay. Well, let's get into our first Capricorn, the queen. And Kyle. Ooh. Yes. So well, and like, I want to like talk about just a couple traits yes. of the Capricorns. Yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. Yes, please, please, please. So, and Kyle is our number one, like, not the number one, but she is the first on She's the list. She's our first. Yeah, yeah. She'll probably love that. So you're welcome. Anyway, Kyle. I hope you're listening. Oh my gosh. What if Kyle listened to this? I would die. Um, uh, so Capricorn is an earth sign and earth if you just think of it as a natural element, it's very sturdy and stubborn and solid. Like <laughs> you can't really move them that well. And they are on business. You always hear Capricorns. They're like on their business and they just want to know the best, most efficient ways to get things done. And they have these, I think they can be very inspiring in their ambitions with that business. But the caveat to that is they think they can also really get in their own way because they can be a little pessimistic. They can be a little bit more critical of themselves and it just can, and they're very like calculated and it almost kind of like, it's like, oh, I want to get this done, but I'm going to kind of evaluate everything so carefully. How do I even move forward? So like you can kind of trip up on yourself. You don't have that self-confidence to go forward. Um, and it's funny to say, like when you were li- say traits of things, I feel like it, everyone can relate to it maybe in some way, shape or form, which is cool. But Capricorns also, they don't like to be, they don't like to have a lot of attention on themselves in a way they like, 
but they like to be respected and they like to be respected, especially for the work that they've done. Like, I feel like that is how you can praise a Capricorn. Yeah, um, definitely so. our love language. <laughs> yeah. So as we get into these wives, you can maybe see parts of when you watch the shows of like where these characteristics really come out. And I will say, I'm just going to like preface this. There is a true difference between a December Capricorn and a January Capricorn. I will 100% say that because I have a ton of Capricorn friends. I have Capricorn family. My dad is a Capricorn. One of my closest friends, Emily, is a Capricorn. They are both um, Christmas babies, right? And the way that they – like when you talk about the attention, they do not like really care about celebrating their birthdays. They don't really need that attention, but they do want that acknowledgement for like what they've done. But they're a lot more like selfless where I'm like January cap and I'm like selfish. (laughs) I'm like, I do want a lot more recognition. Like at work, I feel this all the time. I'm like, no one complimented me today. (laughs) <laughs> what is going on? Like, what have I done wrong? My whole and world is crumbling. That self-critical mm-hmm. comes into play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will say, we do, I think a lot of, like, the the caps that we have on this list are, like, January. There's a few, there's a few December. I think the housewives, there's more January than December. I think and then all I think, of these housewives are January and then the January, other ones. Yeah. There are the, the other yes. ones in the next episode will be will mm-hmm. be December, so we'll kind of get into that. Okay, well, so our first is the Kyle Richards. Who is Kyle Richards. A year. Oof. So, Hetty, what can you tell us a little bit more about when her birthday is, her chart? Gosh. Okay, I did not write down her birthday. I think um, I had it. Well, well, this is the beauty of a podcast is that we have our computers in front of us. And Do Google is our best friend. We love Google University. Google University is where I live. Okay, January oh, well, 11th. People are going to be like, you have this chick on your podcast to talk about astrology and she doesn't even know when the Stop birthday it. is. it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know when everyone's birthday is. Oh, my We're God. Like okay, she's January 11th. Okay. Yeah, so definitely in January cap. And we did go into, looked into the top three of her sun, moon, and rising. Also, I found it on the internet. So if it's not completely accurate, don't come for me. Um, blame the internet. But I'm um, blame the internet. <laughs> but we figured out Kyle is a Capricorn sun, obviously a Libra moon, and a Leo rising. So she's got a nice little blend of Earth. Libra's an air sign, and Leo's a fire sign. So she's got a little blend of Earth, fire, and air. And you had said too, like with Libra. I think that that relates to her relationship with her sisters and also a lot of like stuff that went on with her and Lisa Vanderpump, right? Because tell it like, Mm -hmm. tell everyone a little bit about like Libras. Yeah. Um, Libras and keep in mind, this is her moon sign. So kind of like what we said before and kind of what you said of just like how she processes her feelings and emotions and perceives things that have happened in her life and like, um, processes all of that so with libra libra is the sign about balance and justice libra gets a stereotype that they're people pleasers because they want to make everyone happy but that's that characteristic of like i want to bring balance to this situation i want it all to kind of just be on that equal level i want to be make sure that everyone is okay but i also want that justice to come through as well so um 
we can maybe see that with Kyle a little bit trying to bring balance to these situations and like wanting to make sure that everyone is okay, even though that also backfires. Um, I think we saw that a lot with her with Lisa because she was always mm -hmm. having Lisa's back. And by the way, I'm like a total Lisa stan. I mean, I I love Lisa Vanderpump. Like I get like, I, I hate that she was kind of like pushed off of that show. But I do think that that was something that, like, Kyle, till the end, was, like, really trying to just, like, have her back as much as possible until she couldn't. And was really trying to balance her and bring her back into the group and keep that, like, level set. Mm -hmm. And I can totally see why that would have made her, like, maybe resentful toward Lisa because it's, like, she tried, she tried, she tried, and she couldn't make it happen I think with Capricorns if we can't make something happen it feels like a failure on us and like it's very easy to project that on other people and be like f you like you know I tried my best you know yeah and it too I think like especially when the it's not her reflecting on herself it's maybe like a situation outside of herself to bring that justice but then when it's turned on her Again, Libras are an air sign, so sometimes you can be a little more flighty with your emotions. And, like, I just don't want to face that right now. I I might run away like we saw in, um, where was it, Amsterdam? Mm, oh, my God, where she was literally running. <laughs> literally ran away. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. Like, I, I ain't dealing with this shit. I saw a meme with that, and I was like, I had almost forgot about that episode, that crazy Amsterdam episode. That was wild. Oh, God. Oh, dude, my that God. Was, was that the one? About, I was- that's one. Are you doing – were people doing coke in your Like, bathroom? let's talk about the husband. Let's talk about the husband. Oh, my gosh. That um, was like, that's the original husband quote. And now it's all about, like, the husband, the rumors. The rumors, the, the nastiness. <laughs> oh, shout out to Meredith Marks. Meredith Marks, um, we love you. But, um, yeah, it was – and, again, you know, we can't exactly, like – tell what was going on in everybody's minds during these situations so this is just our interpretation of it yeah um but yeah that's like how her that's where her moon sign according to the internet lands and yeah we can see that balancing that wanting to bring also that justice to the situation um but her rising is leo and leo is the leo is ruled by the sun and sun is all about ego and your sense of self and like you want the attention on you so I think especially with like not to also stereotype like actors and actresses and people like in the media but like it's I feel like that's a helpful placement to have because you kind of want that attention on you um but she likes when the narrate the narration is like really good but yeah. then when it goes bad, like kind of just what we're seeing through this year, it's like, oh, I I can't handle that. Like I don't, I I don't want to address that. You know. You know what? You know what I'm thinking too is like as in relation to what you're saying about that is because mm-hmm. I think she knew that like this was kind of coming for her because I mean she started to see things unraveling in her own world. I mean she obviously she went through something really difficult with her friend yeah. committing suicide and you know I think with Capricorns we do like to also be it very much in control. Like for her that might just be like control of like her how she's perceived. Um, but I think that like it, to me, it makes sense where, you know, Sutton's like, I don't get it. You're like working out, you're not drinking, but I totally get it from like a Capricorn perspective because she's taking back control in a way that she 
she's able to like what can she yeah. actually control in her life she control can control not drinking and what she said at that table at that dinner like the new now dinner from hell it was insane <laughs> where she was like Ugh. if i drink like i'm gonna get depressed like you she doesn't have control of herself yeah. she's like i can't afford to do that right now so she's mm-hmm. doing the things she can do to like stay in her body stay in herself and like with capricorns when we feel like the world around us is going is chaotic we that's when we need to find ways of being grounded like totally 100%. and like that shows to kind of like of how you know when people experience that kind of feeling and again you can categorize it to a sign of capricorns are action oriented in that whereas maybe like a different sign if you do feel like you're out of control of everything you just shut down you just mm-hmm. like disappear so it's like again this is where we see like observations kind of align with like patterns and behaviors and actions and she is taking control of what she can control and at the end of the day you just do the best you can yeah and I think that that's like really interesting too because when you're talking about like having that Leo placement and wanting the attention I mean we sometimes I forget about the fact that she's I mean Kyle like has been in the spotlight since she was young right she Mm -hmm. has was an act like a child actress and then, you know, she's she's always been in the spotlight in some kind of way. Um, and I think that that's, like, really a bit interesting because she does like it when she's and playing that, like, like, in-between role. But, like, I mean, we've seen it. She's been a trooper as a Capricorn being yeah. on the show since, like yeah. – She's been on since day one, right? Is she is she an yeah. OG? Yeah, she's an OG. She's an OG. And she's – a lot of the times it has – and I want to say it would put her in a bad – light but like she's gone through a lot on the show between like everything with Kim and then when Kathy came on and it was just like this exposure of her life I think that like she couldn't control because that's yeah because you can't control control. like exactly (laughs) and like you said there's always like I like I don't like saying bad just because it's yeah this is where the empathy comes in. This is where the healing yeah. comes in of like, we can do better than that. But like, there's good and growing moments of each sign. And, you know, the Leo, like, when you have when you have like a good kind of grounded sense about yourself, probably that attention and how you can drive that and like, share your sense of self with the world can be a really impactful thing. But then on the other side of like, if it is an imbalance, then either I will do something to get the attention on myself or I'll say something to get the attention on myself. Like, yeah, it's just fascinating to like observe it in a way. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see how like, that this plays out for her. And I've always just felt I've been like had a rocky kind of relationship relationship with Kyle as if I don't, <laughs> um, it feels like, you know, these people when you're watching them, right. like 24 seven, But I do think I just, like, resonate with her so much in that, like, yeah, a lot of the times, like, I want to be a hermit until I can emerge as, like, living up to the potential that I set for myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's very much where Kyle is right now. She's, like, head to the ground, like, working out, like, doing – trying to make her – this best new version and whatever that looks like i'm Mm -hmm. excited to see like what this i hope she like and i think where we've seen her struggle sometimes is like there's i mean and this is a big struggle i think across the board in the bravi universe is accountability like (laughs) yeah we need to teach a class on accountability (laughs) for bravo Uh, (laughs) geez and some people like 
you know, they can take it. And some people, and, and maybe this is the Libra moon, I don't know. But like, when she did has done something wrong, it can take her a very long time to realize it or never acknowledge it or just like, not yeah not acknowledge like what she contributed to the situation so yeah i really Ugh. i can relate <laughs> it's all it's all like you it's, know we're all learning and growing so yeah. but you know what i will but say you that gotta learn and grow learn and grow and i will say um i have learned especially in like the most in like the last year there have been some really amazing and i think i want to do an episode on this but there have been some really amazing apologies on bravo where i'm like yeah that is an apology and i'm like i want to learn how to apologize and take accountability like right? that because some i'm like some hard. i will say and like again the people who shut on reality tv bye-bye um but like watching just like interactions of like i think the thing that i like about it more so and i think it happens more than in real life sometimes of people saying how a situation really made them feel and like having that hard conversation with people because in everyday life people do not have those hard conversations probably as much as they could and me being one of them it's it's hard to bring up it's uncomfortable and you see it of like two people on the show be like hey this is this this is how the situation made me feel and etc etc and you almost can learn from if the conversation goes well and you see one of those powerful apologies you can learn like okay you know if I do like how do how can I apply that into my own life type of thing yeah I think sometimes it's like how it's going to be accepted too I think for me yes. like that's what's scary it's like it's so I want to scary because you're like vulnerable it's, yeah I hate vulnerability. But then there's also power in it because I'm I'm learning in myself, like speaking your truth and saying what you need to say. You again, this is the thing you can't control is how someone's going to respond to that. So if you say what you need to say and you can be okay with that, then freedom. You will experience freedom. That was such a good point when you said that, like, you can't control how someone's going to respond. I think that again goes into like my Capricorn of like, I tend to want to control things. So, like, if I say it and I can't re- control the way people respond, like, I don't even want to say it then because, yeah. you know. But, okay. Let's – we love Kyle. <laughs> we do. Capricorn of Beverly Hills. We got to move on. move on to the real Capricorns of the OC. We got mm, two big Capricorns. Queens. Queen Capricorns. On Real Housewives of Orange County, who we love, we have Heather fucking Dubrow and Emily Queen Simpson. That's what that's yes. what I'm naming them. I love these women so much. They're two I of my too. favorite housewives yeah. on this franchise and just in general. Um, oh, yeah. they're good. So we'll good. start. We'll we'll start with Heather, and uh, as you know, she is Capricorn's son, so we don't need to get into that, but. Her moon, she's a Leo moon. Okay. Her rising is Aries rising. So she's got heavy fire in her Damn. top three. Yeah. Um, and so Leo moons, and this really, I think, plays into her early career as an actress. They're here to perform. They are <laughs> very compassionate and attention, and they also love appreciation. Um, if they... And then the caveat to that is if they don't feel appreciated, they will try and dig and it can come off as a little arrogant. And some of the times that <laughs> attention can be unwanted. And um, why is this Heather to a T? This is 
rather do bro. Like it's just, and you, sometimes you're just like, I can't, like I can't hate you for it. No. Um, but they also like, they have that very creative side to them and they like to show that off, but they also like, I don't, I don't, I think they're a little bit more kind of, they don't give it away freely. Like mm-hmm. they want to trust you. And, um, once they do, you can kind of see them open up a little bit more into that creative side. Um, I think we saw that a lot with Heather this past season, especially yes. like now that she's come back, especially, I think mm-hmm. we, we've really like gone a little bit deeper into Heather. And like when you're really looking at her character, um, because this last season she was like, when she would get really kind of like upset, it was when she wasn't like, like the whole thing with, um, Tamara and her Shannon. And, yes. She was yes. like, I need, she's essentially being like, I feel like I don't have my friend anymore because now yeah. Shannon is becoming friends with Tamara again. And mm-hmm. that might seem like a whiny baby thing to most people, but it's a genuine feeling of like, this was my yeah. close friend that I took time to like trust and I will say with like mm-hmm. Capricorns like if we trust you like we are so loyal to you we trust you and we lose that trust it feels like a knife to the heart that we will like never forget yeah ever and I think for her she was just like I don't want to lose that in my friendship no. with Heather and I completely understood that because Tamara is like a very overpowering like figure yes she is yes she is um, and this like also some like relates to now Heather's rising, her Aries rising and Aries rising that cat, that kind of characteristic or the characteristics that go along with it are they're very passionate, driven, motivated people. They can wear their heart on their sleeves because Aries you know, they can pop off real fast. Um, but they also, um, and this is funny because we'll tie it into our last uh save the best for last sheree um they both have aries rising so they can take they can take on too much and they don't know how to ask for help um when that happens so uh yeah that's like kind of the like your rising is like when you're learning about the duality of it of like all right when it's a little too much or when it's not enough and how you find that equilibrium um, within your sign yeah. And I feel like Heather is just so there's so many things I love about Heather, but I do love like I think that one criticism that she gets a lot is about how boastful she is or that she's like a show off yes. or like a know-it-all. I and it's the complete opposite. Maybe that's because I'm such like we're both Capricorns, but like Capricorns <laughs> love money we don't see anything wrong in talking about money like we'd rather just talk about money and it's not in a vein 55 million dollars 55 million dollars i mean what did what did terry say that's he's like that's you money that's that's fuck fuck you everybody you know know yeah like i mean (laughs) and it's true and i think that like what gets misconceived misconstrued is that a word misconstrued is that yes but words i swear um Mm. is that like that is somehow like gauche or like it's yeah it's, it's like it's pretentious tri- pretentious and I don't think it is it's like she's just very and I'm saying she it's, but this <laughs> is how I feel about it it's like we work really hard and we want again like we want acknowledgement of like we worked hard for this and yeah. we are allowed to like let that shine celebrate that and celebrate yeah. that yeah yeah 
Um, and I think to like, and then how it comes off, like with her Leo moon and Aries rising of like, you know, wanting and wanting that appreciation as well. And if you don't get it, then it, it, how, how you maybe present it then comes off of that like arrogance. And it's like, but I'm just like talking about my life, you know, yeah. and people can perceive that as, oh, okay. You're just like, I don't know rubbing it in our faces or yeah, yeah 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 but also she's on the real housewives i think that's what makes her like such a great like it contender is. for and, like the real housewives yeah. franchise because i mean at the end of the day we're like looking at this the escapism of it is to be like mm-hmm. wow like they live these like lavish lives but then they're also the just real human beings that are going through like exactly like they're still a human being so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but i listen heather i feel you and Big I fan. love your champagne button, <laughs> and I want to have a champagne button, and maybe not a fifty-five million dollar house, but like, I mean, maybe half of that. You know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. I, 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 that's like monopoly money <laughs> to me. I don't understand that. that. Um, no. Okay, but we need to talk about Emily. And by the way, Heather, okay, I, love I want Emily. to go back to Heather really quickly. Heather okay. is my Capricorn sister because she. I'm born January fourth. I mean, different years, obviously, but uh, I'm. <laughs> Not just not, really? not I mean, she looks great not for her age. She looks amazing. Um, but just a fact. Um, but she I'm January 4th, she's January 5th. So I just feel oh, like a kinship. Birthday to twins. Her. Birthday twins. Birthday buddies. But okay, let's talk about Emily Simpson. Emily Simpson. Another January I, Capricorn. Yes. I love Emily, especially this last season. I think she just was like Hell so yeah. funny. I love um, her. She's just so she's real. Like, She's so yes. real and she says what she feels. By the way, she's a January 19th Capricorn, right? So she's, oh, good she's to know. starting okay, to so like – She's a little bit later. Yeah, she's a little bit later. But she's still got that energy of a Capricorn and like she says what – She doesn't beat around the bush, which is what I love no. about like yes. a good Capricorn. Like, come on. Come on. We're not beating around the bush. We're not sugarcoating time. Like, we're not time We're for not that. wasting time no, here. No. Um, so Emily, her and I are twins because – both of us, we both have Virgo moons and we both are Taurus risings. And oh, shit. it's, um, <laughs> the but I'm a Scorpio sun. So that's where we part ways. But it's funny, like looking into things of yourself and typing it up and talking about it. Cause of course, you know, self-reflection is always fun. Um, and then you're like, I know about, how honey. I feel. <laughs> But I don't know how to articulate that of like, oh, yeah, I know what it feels like to be a Virgo moon. And it's, oh, God, it's a headache. But that's what that's a lesson I'm learning in this lifetime. Um, so Virgo moons, Virgo is also an earth sign. So Emily's got Emily has all three uh, of her t- big three are in earth. Yeah. All, all of her big three are earth signs, um, which. Ooh, I wouldn't want to get into an argument with her because the stubbornness, the stubbornness is, is insane. Yeah. Out of this fucking world. Um, and like respect. Like I get it. I get it. Um, so Virgo Moons, we love to intellectualize our feelings. We love to analyze them, but we hate to feel them. Like, no, <laughs> of course awful um but i we like to like really dig in and understand the why of it but that also really takes away from the feeling of it so we they kind of say about virgo moons are very conscious careful and critical observant people 
the heart goes through the mental filter and like our heart is ruled by our brain, which it is not logical because heart and brain, very different things, very different ways of operating. But that's like how I feel, especially like you kind of relate to your emotions and it can so get in the way of feeling our emotions. Um, and it's funny. I saw this thing when it was like every time a Virgo moon feels something, they go through a phase of irritability and frustration before they actually feel their feelings. Cause they're like, Oh, why am I feeling this right now? Ugh, feelings. Uh, why? <laughs> ew, gross. gross. Um, and so Virgos are also very similar to Capricorns. Like they're on business and they, are they really want to do things the right way and in their mind the right way is their way um of course so you know um but it's hard to do that with your feelings cuz feelings aren't the most logical things out there um so it's this beautiful contradiction and so yeah that's how emily, that's emily. I do think that, like, when you're saying this, like, really having to analyze first before, like, feeling the feelings or, like, really not really reacting off of just, like, emotions, really analyzing first, I think that's why, like, we see so much, and this is what I love about Emily, is she tends to be, like, the voice of reason in a lot of these arguments where she's like, listen, like, this is what this person is saying, this is what this person is saying, like, Mm -hmm. put them together and that's what this is, whereas, like, when anyone is going off, she can kind of center that conversation. Now, if like people are actually listening or not, totally. that's like another thing. Yeah, but right? I think she's <laughs> always been this like really like centered, grounded person, like who can ground like the whole group. And I think that when she came um, onto the show, like that's, that's, that was really her Some place. of that energy is needed. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that really plays into um, the Taurus rising because Taurians are very grounded people. Like, we saying speaking as a Taurus rising, like we can be very level headed until we're not. Um, and it's funny too, cause Taurus are also, they're ruled by the planet of Venus, which planets and ruling signs, like that's a whole nother thing. Uh, again, another rabbit hole, but so there's this like kind of hopeless romantic in them. So they want to have those feelings and they love just like the beautiful things of life. They love the comforts of life as well. Um, but they, they also have kind of that vision and that drive, but they're not like, you do not rush a Taurus. Like we move at our own pace. So they made, that's why sometimes people can categorize Taurus as the lazy sign, but it's like, uh, uh, uh. We are taking our time. And I we think are that's enjoying so important. the ride. I, and, you know, like, that's so interesting being in juxtaposition with Capricorn because Capricorn is like, get it done, like, productive, like, da 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 Don't stop until you're done. Like, it's, re- like, almost to a detriment. So <laughs> I just kind of wonder what, like, Emily goes through internally. The, right? I'm just <laughs> like, like – Emily Simpson, are like, you okay? Like, are you how is okay? your me- mental health check? For how is your nervous sense? system? Yeah. Because um, it's like, it's, and that's what's really funny too about when you start really learning about your big three is like how they all intertwine with each other. And like truly when you learn about yourself and you learn about other people, like they're almost like they're processing process. Yeah. 
Well, and it's so interesting too, because like on these shows, you're there, a lot of them are having to like process in real time. And I think that's probably really exactly. hard for Emily to do. Talk about vulnerability. Yeah. Because like, if you are not someone that's able to, in the moment, like you need to be like, I need to step away and like process this first and can't just like have an argument with you like now. I think that's why, yes. you know, like we have seen Emily in the past, like when someone's coming at her, she will like just she can't do it right because it's like no where I'm she needs time to like process these things and then come back and I I I mean listen I get it like I'd be like running but she's like she still does (laughs) she does still stand her ground yeah like she'll still be there in it um Um, and it's like of course you know everything you know it's everything is not always like uh Oh, what am I trying to say? Like, like that too. It like, you know, when you're studying, when you're going into astrology of like, obviously how people were brought up and environments yeah, and all of that plays. Yeah, nurture, all of it. Yes. Yeah. It, and it, so it all plays a role. But in terms of the stars, this is, according to the internet, what's going on in Emily's internal world. And hey, girl, I feel your pain. Um <laughs> Good luck and Godspeed. This is <laughs> so fun. you can see her on her journey, well, <laughs> and feel yes. your own journey. See that reflected like, while you're uh, watching her. Yes. You know what's so interesting? Before we get into our final Capricorn, um, mm. I think that there's like a really commonality between Kyle, Heather, and Emily that I've noticed that I'm just going to equate with. Yes. With their Capricorn, I think. Um, but I think that like number one. They are true, truly ambitious, right? But they, they've they all been moms first. Like, they put mm-hmm. that first above themselves. Like, took time to, you know, raise their kids. We've seen that in real time with a lot of them. Like, with Kyle, I mean, goodness, I saw a picture of Portia recently. I'm like, who is it's that? It's crazy. She's like a grown woman almost. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen her since she was like a little baby. And right. we saw Kyle, like, really kind of, like, put – being a mother first. We've seen that with Emily. We saw that with Heather. And now we're seeing them in these like eras and we have been for the last few years, but like of like, okay, I've done this and I've done it well. And now I want to like, what's the next thing I'm doing? So like now it's me now time. It's me time. Like you're seeing Heather on like last season. She was really talking about like, I want to get back into my career yes. as an actress. Can I do that? Mm-hmm. Like again, that like kind of pessimism like am I able to do that can I do that like am I still going to be relevant you know we saw the same thing with Kyle like getting back into acting you know mm-hmm. when she brought Jamie Lee Curtis and that was so chic chic it was so chic so chic so chic the chicest but <laughs> and like just kind of her now like finding a journey of like who is she now and then like yeah. we see Emily like with wanting to like you know, she was a lawyer and she's like, should I go back yes. in law? And now like really repurposing that and doing that for like a really important purpose, you know, to like make sure those are getting exonerated that have gone to jail and they are, you know, without like full due process. Right. So I just yeah. think like seeing yeah. their journeys, they're like 100% ambitious. They're nonstop. They like are on this next level of like, being a housewife is never going to be enough for any of those three. If any of those three no, get off the no, housewives, no, no. you're not. It's not like you'll never see them again. They are going to be doing things, and I they're like 
alpha women, like you don't see them defined by like the their relationships at all. No. Like they're we can no, lose no, no, their no, husbands no, no. and they would still I mean we kind of Well, we might already lose be losing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mauricio, it's been but nice yeah. to know you. <laughs> but you know, I just think that they stand on their own as housewives, and I think you can't yes. always say that for for every housewife. So no. we just want to give them the from one caput corn to the next, give them their their props. Their props. But last, but definitely not least, Never. we are going to Best Atlanta. Oh, I'm so glad she's back on Atlanta. Sheree Whitfield is a she by Sheree. She by Sheree. <laughs> summer, spring, summer, fall, winter. fall, winter. Whenever I'll take she by Sheree. <laughs> whenever, but Sheree <laughs> is a fellow. Capricorn. She's January second, so she kind of falls in line. Oh, Ooh, happy birthday! Happy, I guess happy early this, birthday, happy early or belated birthday, because you guys oh, will true, be listening true, to true. this on the fourth. But we're recording this a little bit before. Um, behind the scenes of podcasting. <laughs> um, but she is also like falling into this early January birthday. Um, and I'm so excited to explore Sheree because we've been able to see her Capricorn journey from like when she was first on to like her leaving and then to her coming back and like how Mm -hmm. that evolution of a Capricorn so Patty tell us a little bit about Sheree's journey oh she's got a fun top three too but she's definitely not like you know earth 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 like Emily so obviously she is Cap Sun um she's a Scorpio moon Ooh. And she's in Aries risings. I know. That's where all I her know. zingers come from. I will tell you, yeah. all of her zingers are in one-liners are coming from that Scorpio moon, I promise you. We love sea Scorpio. <laughs> we love uh, Scorpios. Um, so, yeah, she got a nice blend of earth, water, and fire. Um, and so, kind of more getting into the Scorpio moon is... <laughs> Scorpios are a special sign. Um... <laughs> to say the least it's diplomatic about it it's like it's kind of like high risk high reward Um, especially because this is like her emotions and the scorpio is is a very emotional sign but we are like the dark water sign and we don't portray those emotions sometimes outwardly even though you will know how we are feeling because we just like can't hide it um but it's Scorpio is also a very transformational sign. Like it is the sign of transformation, re, like death and rebirth and just doing these cycles, um, continuing to evolve ourselves. So I think with um, the emotions, like there is probably a lot of that transformation happening and you will maybe never know that this is happening to them because they won't outwardly talk about it or say it, but God knows what's happening on the inside. Um, they're also very private. Like, again, we won't talk, especially if that's her moon sign. Like, she probably will not talk about it with anybody. Like, you're going to, you don't let people in. Um, and it's like a very edgy situation if you're trying to force your way in. Um, they can be people that have been very burned in their lives early on. So, like, again, how that relates to, events in your life and how you kind of come out of that, that can really awaken, like, especially if some, if they did get burned, like that can awaken a big unfairness in life that they've experienced. So that is really like how they guard their emotions too. Like our emotions 
it's that vulnerability and like we don't like to be vulnerable people don't like to be vulnerable so it's like i need to protect this at all costs um but they try they also really try and be five steps ahead and can really make some miscalculations on that so yeah yeah. (laughs) i think we've seen that like all of what you're saying we've seen really in sheree's journey i mean we've seen Mm -hmm. sheree get burned quite a few times um, yeah. in business, in with friends, and with obviously with relationships. I mean, Tyrone. Bye. Bye, Tyrone. Bye. That's a name, right? Yeah, okay. I think so. I was like, wait, or Ugh. is that just a song? It's, no, I think that's Tyrone, right? Okay, yeah. wait, wait. I, I have to check. Google. Is it Tyrone or Ty- – yeah, Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye, Tyrone. And then Bob. GTFO. Bob is still over here, like, springing new things, like new daughters on Trey. Like – I was always like, I was always so in awe of Sheree's love life slash. She's lack like thereof. like weird tenacity with it. It's uh. so strange. It's so strange. It's like almost she like she opens up to people who could really just like screw her over. And I mean, I that my heart has always gone out to her for that because I feel like I've kind of done the same thing. <laughs> So I like feel this like kinship. Hey, we have all it. been there and done that. Maybe still doing that. So, I, yeah, I, it's a, yeah, that is a forever guilty, journey guilty. sometimes. God, but I just see like Sheree has never fully backed down. Like I think no, you can see like she left the show for a while and did her own like internal healing, whatever she needed to do, and she came back like stronger. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was, I don't know if you feel this, but like, I felt like there was a little bit of like more of a softness to her in this yeah. like new go round on the housewives, because I'm telling you, I was looking at some old clips, like from before of Sheree and she was giving, it makes so much sense that she has a Scorpio moon because I think internally as a Capricorn, like we want to like we can be very sharp with our tongue and we want to go after people. And sometimes we can really hold that back. Yeah. But Sheree, I mean, we got who going check well, me, boo. We got the wig exactly. pool. And then, you got, got, like, and then you got her Aries rising, which Aries are reactive. <laughs> very, They can be very reactive. And that's where you, you know, maybe also she's got like almost a, like the three dingers in each sign where the Capricorn maybe holds back a little bit. Scorpio will get you sometimes below the belt and Aries will pop off. And Sheree, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but Sheree and her first few seasons was like daggers, daggers, daggers. I mean, remember, I forgot <laughs> about the wig pool. She pulled Tim's I, wig. I, she geez. went after Nini. What was she saying? Like the Trump checks and like, I mean, she would just go after, she was going after Kenya. Like, and the way she would go after people, I was like, you do not want to get on Sheree's bad side because she is coming for you. Violence. She's gunning and she's choosing violence every single time. <laughs> and I feel like, especially this last season, I didn't see that in her as much. There was truly like more of a softness and kind of like a fuck it about her. I will be honest. I did not watch the last season, but I well, support I what you're you. saying. Yeah, yeah. She, it was, she was a lot more centered 
and like grounded. Okay. Maybe she like was tapping into that Capricorn energy a little bit more and being like a lot more uh, grounded yes. because <laughs> it, you know, she wasn't, she didn't choose violence every morning. I mean, she did come to, she did mm-hmm. come with a couple, like she, she was still doing a little, little bit. She came to play. She was doing her petty stuff, which like we appreciate. I think that there's a thing in like the Bravo verse of like where, and Dorinda, Dorinda is a really good, like, person to like example of this where it's like it's one thing to be like cute and petty and like he he we love that and then there is a part like a place where you can like rip your fucking head off yeah and i think that sheree had i mean we've seen that and that's why dorinda is on pause (laughs) like and i mean if you're watching the real touchy subject touchy touchy subject subject. i mean if you're watching the real um the ultimate girls trip the newest one i mean she's still like you cannot bring that up it's just this her world and it's, she's living in yeah, it. No, it's her pause world and she's living in it. But I think we saw that from Sheree because I think that Sheree was getting to that point right before she left yeah. the show where it was getting yeah. uncomfortable as a viewer because, like, you don't want to not like Sheree. We love no. Sheree, but like, and there's like yeah. a weird balance of like in the bra, like, one could argue again. Reality TV is a little bit like of an art form. Like, yes, you want the authenticity from someone. You want that vulnerability. But like, it's also reality TV. The pettiness and the reads got to be, that is an art to it of it's itself. A ref- it's like, a refinement. It's got to be good. Be refined. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you go way too much over, then it, it is too much. And it's like, it oh gets, my God, yeah. okay. This it is like, nasty. I just like... Yeah, it gets too nasty. Yeah. Candace is also candy, my beautiful Candiace. I love her so much. But oh, she, the triangle. The triangle. But I mean, she can get that way too. But this, if you ever, if you, we launched, if you launched this last season, the Sagittarius is a Bravo are scary. We'll, There's okay, a lot well, of them. We'll get there next year <laughs> <laughs> or this year, like end of this year, I guess, is where we're at. But you want to. Like, one last thing I want to talk about with Sheree and her Capricorn that I could, like, really, really, really relate to on, like, a very vulnerable level is I think when you talk about – when you've been talking about, like, how we can – Capricorns can, like, hold themselves back and be, like, the most self-critical and get in their own way, I think Sheree (laughs) has been, like, the epitome of this. And I feel it so hard, Hetty, because – even for this for this podcast, I've had the idea for this podcast in my mind for like, well, it started off as a blog like three years ago, mm-hmm. and I was going to do that, and I was going to launch it, and I I literally had a blog launch party. It was at my last apartment. Oh. I had a blog launch party. Didn't have a blog, but I had a launch party, and I never – it was truly always failure to launch, and in my mind, it wasn't like I didn't want to. I was holding myself back. I felt like yeah. I'm not going to do this perfect, so I'm not going to do it. There's always this, like, blockage for me, which is why, like, even recording Ugh. this podcast right now, I'm like, this is such an opening in my soul, and I feel yeah. like I could resonate with that so much with Sheree because we saw it with She by Sheree, and we saw it with Chateau mm. Sheree, right, where it was like – and I felt so bad because, like, literally even Andy is coming after her, like – and rightfully so because she's been talking about it on the show for, like, years. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. where is it? Like, where We don't What's, what's going to happen? Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like that is, like, something I can She totally can very much in. get in her own way. And I think, too, like, again, that's such a common thing, like, in humans. And it shows so uniquely with each sign of, like, what happens when that self-doubt creeps in. Yeah. Self-doubt's there all the time. 
she's gonna check herself boo she she checked herself a she couple got a times ch- yeah. literally yeah yeah but that's why like when she finally came out with it i was like so annoyed with the women and like i'm mostly candy like i love candy but like i was so annoyed with candy coming after her and she by she in and that whole thing i'm yeah. like she did it and it's hard and like she not did the damn thing everyone is different like i get yep. like candy is like really driven and like does these things that she's used to that like this was something really big for Sheree and she's having imagine already being like that internally on yourself and now having yeah. being on a national platform where not right. only are your co-workers who are supposed to be your friends like coming at you and and really kind of putting that pressure on you but now the world is yeah and yeah Oh God, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You know, if I was Sheree, I would have just, I would have Kyled it and like run out of there and been like, I'm not coming back. But I think there's something really beautiful about Sheree coming back and being like, I did this and you guys can say whatever you want to about it. Like when she, she had her fashion show and I was like, Mm -hmm. I was just like clapping and I was so happy for her because I just know what that feels like. And yeah, I mean, this podcast is my she by Sheree moment. (laughs) clapping spring <laughs> september <laughs> winter <laughs> whatever it's here it's here but I'm, I'm just i think that like these are some really powerful women on these shows a few of yeah. them are ogs like i really even like think heather is like kind of heather and Teray are in that same boat of like they were there for a while came back yes like, still yes. good as gold as sheena would say Emily mm. is like such a beautiful addition. I just yes, so lucky. God, we had appreciation for them. Appreciation so for these Capricorn women of Capricorns, Bravo. especially need that love even when they don't want it. Yes, got to tell them they're doing well. Give them that love even if they are a little rocky about it. And this was our. This was that for these Capricorns in this episode. So yes. happy birthday. Kyle, Heather, Emily, and Sheree are beautiful Ooh. Capricorns of Bravo. Hetty, this has been so much fun. We've gone oh. an hour and a half. I kept saying, <laughs> what did I say? I was like, we Again, need we to could do about 45 minutes because people won't yep. listen. I hope y'all are still listening because I Sorry. think it's really interesting. But... <laughs> Um, See again, we could talk about this for hours. Like we're we're, we're doing pretty good about trying to not just Yeah. This is our first go around with a guest. So you guys got to know Hetty a little bit. She's going to continuously hopefully be on the podcast manifesting that. Um and we are gonna come back next week for the second part of the real Capricorns of Bravo, where we are going to dive into like winter house people, Vanderpump people who are, we give them the names. Yeah. yeah. Like you want to, you want to give a little teaser. Who do we have? We have Katie Maloney. Katie Maloney. Yeah. Um, Sierra Miller. Sierra Miller. Love her. Um, Danielle. Danielle. Oh, we, we need to get into Danielle because that's going to be a hot topic. Kate Chastain. Kate Chastain. From Below Deck. Yeah. Those are our main ones. And we'll have a couple like honorable mentions too from Bravo and from outside of Bravo, but still in the reality world. So please make sure that you check back in with us next week. If you listened last week and you are here again, 
I just want to let you guys know I'm so grateful. Like this is my little passion project. It is something that has been in the works. It is my She by Sheree. It is my Chateau Sheree. <laughs> so if you're even listening, even if you didn't make it through this whole episode, which you're probably then not hearing this. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And please subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review for this podcast. It would really, 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 really help. And I really want to do something too called eventually called therapy sessions, like a segment where y'all can write in your um, stories where like you really felt like you resonated with um, a Bravo lab or a storyline and just kind of share your own story and how that helped you. Or even if you're going through a hard time and how Bravo helped you. I, anything like that, please share that with me because I really want to start in like the next month doing a segment like that. So if you have a story like that, please email me. It's low, L-O at bravotherapypod.com or please follow and DM me on social media. Um, on IG, it's bravotherapypod and on TikTok, it's at bravotherapy. So Follow me all. I'm going to hopefully put up fun content. It's just, I'm a one woman team now. So like we're slowly getting into it, but I appreciate you, Hetty. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved this. I loved having you on and I can't wait to talk more next week. All right, y'all stay sane, stay healthy, take a moment to breathe and Keep watching your Bravo shows because that's truly the best therapy. So, yes. Bye, y'all. Bye.